What's up, players, skaters, and everyone else in between? This is Serial Killer, and I'm here with Enforcer. We've got another special guest today. You may have seen them at the No Borders Derby Tournament, a recent addition to Denver Roller Derby. Today, we are here with Moose, definitely. Hey, y'all. How you doing? Hey, hey how, how are, are you? you? <laughs> good. Good. Awesome. So, you know, just to get this thing started, we're going to kind of ask you some questions about your roller derby career. Um, if you could kind of give us a quick summary of like how long you've been playing roller derby and how you got started, I think that would be a good first question. Yeah, uh, so I started roller derby in 2012. Um, I learned to skate in the in like Appleton, Wisconsin, where the I think it's Fox City's roller derby skates. Oh. I didn't know how, and so I was going to the roller roller rink by myself before work and like falling on my face. <laughs> it wasn't weird or lonely or sad at all. <laughs> uh, and then I moved to Minnesota shortly after I figured out how to go forward on roller skates and Minnesota roller derby. Then Minnesota roller girls had like their clinics and things, and there was just so much more derby than there was in where I was living in Wisconsin. And so I went to a bunch of their clinics and then tried out and didn't make it. And then went to North Star Roller Derby, then North Star Roller Girls. Um, and then I did that for three years before I decided I was done with Derby. Oh. Um, yeah. I was like, I don't want to do this. I'm not happy. I don't like it. And then I retired, but I went, oh, maybe I'll put my name on the wait list for Minnesota's Rec League. Because at the time when Derby was like really popping off, the wait list was like a year long. Oh, well, I didn't even know that was such a thing. So that's yeah, interesting Minnesota. to me. <laughs> that's wild. They were very, very popular back in the day. Um, mm -hmm. Like they had to put caps on their home teams, caps on how many people. They that's could crazy. The rec League. Yeah. So lo and behold, nine months later, I got a message that, hey, it's your time. Your name came up on the wait list. Do you want to join? And I was like. So I went to the rec league there. And then you've been doing it ever since for the most part? Yeah, I, I guess I just was wrong. I wasn't done. <laughs> <laughs> and then more, back. more, more uh, present day, what teams do you play for currently now? Um, so right now I play with Denver Roller Derby's B team, Bruising Altitude, and then I'm also part of um, Black Diaspora and have applied to a couple games, but I've only skated once with them. Nice. Oh. That'd be cool. And then you yeah. do, I think we've, we've talked about this in different episodes, derby names and whatnot. Uh, you do have quite the unique derby name. How did that come about? Yeah. Um... My first story name was actually Chocolate Moose. I worked in like a bakery and a cafe. <laughs> and I was like, this is dumb. Why did I pick this? <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I feel like a lot of juniors sometimes have that where they pick a name when they're like five or six. And then they are like, they hit 18 and they're like, oh my gosh, what was I doing? And they change it. <laughs> Uh, and I kind of had a mini of that without being the junior part. Um, but everybody knew me as Moose. Like, everybody called me Moose. I'd been responding to Moose for, you know, three years at this point. Mm -hmm. I figured I should keep that and try to get something else. And so um, 
I, I guess I rebranded myself as most definitely and kind of like a nod to most stuff because I thought it'd be funny. Mm -hmm. And then um, when people say most definitely, and then I changed my number to 35, which is how fast a moose can run. Oh, oh okay. that's cool. You got some. Okay. That's a little Easter egg. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. So that's a good, that's a good one. The juniors uh, comparison is really real. I think of a lot of different junior skaters that I used to skate with and they, <laughs> they're, they're now in their twenties and they're like, why did I pick this? <laughs> Literally, I've had that um, as well with my name. My name isn't as, like, I would say cringy as some people's names. But I'm like, ah, oh, it is pretty punny and childish, but I can't really rebrand now. Yeah. Gotta kind of commit. I gotta commit to it. Yeah, so. you put it on a, on your on your podcast. It's gotta stay now. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's committed. <laughs> it's committed. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think about that all the time. Like, Emma and I, we have like skate stickers of our skates and i just bought a new boot and it looks completely different just gotta re re <laughs> so, rebrand now, now we, we now we got another sticker coming out eventually guys <laughs> maybe your old sticker will look like somebody else's boot and they'll be like oh, i want that yeah. Like, yeah yeah that's true hey going off of that so what do you what do you skate on actually i'm curious can you pull that off off the top of your head yeah, I skate on the Rydell Solaris. I've had those since, I think, 20... Did they come out in 2019? Okay, I've heard a lot of good things Yeah, about I've heard... Them. I know a lot of people that skate on those as well, and they, they swear by them. I really liked them, or I really like them now. Um, I had the... I had some bonds before that, and I liked those too, but they're so very lightweight, I felt like I was... My toes mm. hurt because there's not a lot of material. Mm. And I really liked how, like, you just feel like you're running in tennis shoes in the bonds. But then um, I had the red Arius plates on those and I had cracked both of them. Oh, I was like, I don't know how to put a new plate on. And it felt easier to just buy a whole new boots <laughs> and have the plate. Might as well. <laughs> Might so, as well. Yeah. I kind of splurged a little, but it was a early uh, college graduation birthday present to myself. Nice. And I lived in, Minnesota, so I was just able to go down to Red Wing, Minnesota, and go to Rydell and oh, yeah. get get fitted and have it all done. And they were so nice. And they actually, I got a little tour of the facility, and the guy I don't remember his name, but he was an older man, and he was like, "Well, if you could have any color," and I was like, "Oh, just black. I don't have money for." And like, I kind of told him, like, "I'm just <laughs> yeah. graduating. I'm getting into my career." Blah blah blah. And he's like, "Well, if you could have anything, what would you get?" And I was like, "Well." my team colors because we were the minnesota's aquaman army and mm -hmm. the aquan army and i pointed them out and when they came he put them on there for free for me and i thought that was Aww. so that is very nice I still have shout out skates. to the rydell guy yeah right it was so great <laughs> that is so sweet I cried, obviously. Um, duh i i don't know it was between i did i got bonds so we'll see i i ended up i was super nervous about it but then I just gave up being nervous and was like, I guess it's just money. <laughs> I'll just buy a new pair, I guess. I guess. Like, I don't know. I guess if it makes me buy another pair of skates, sure. Yeah. But I've been going yeah. back and forth too. Finding getting new skates is so exciting, but also scary. I don't know if it's a superstition thing. Moose, do you have any derby superstitions or are you superstitious with derby stuff? Really? I 
I don't know. I feel like there are people who are like, I got to wear these certain socks and I got to eat this certain thing. And I'm just like trying to keep it together. I'm like, I just got to eat something. I got to wake <laughs> up. I got to sleep. Oh my God. I'm late. I don't have time to worry about anything else because I'm always like <laughs> frantic last minute kind of a person. Yeah. Are you are you the last person in the in the locker room? Oh my god. Are you always? Oh. <laughs> I'm like the last person to get there, the last person to put my stuff on, the last person to take my stuff off, and then I like I like to spread. I spread across the whole like as much space as I can take up with all my things. And I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want me to move that?" <laughs> I'm a hoarder. I'm a ho I'm a hoarder when I bring stuff, genuinely. There's pictures of me like looking like a hoarder. Like I'll have like four bags with yeah. me. I'll have like I swear, Emma got to see it. Yeah. It was, I'll, I'll was... bring like a bag. <laughs> I have like a media bag. I have like snacks and like 37 different drinks because I can't just have a, a water. Got to have like a Gatorade and an energy drink. And <laughs> I mean, I brought all my drinks to this session, so I understand that. I have a hot chocolate, a Coke, a, a Coke. And, an, and an ice, like one of the ice waters. Mm, I have a my, noon. Coke and just regular water and some Swedish my, fish for snack. It's my haul right now. Solid spread. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel that like bringing, like, I'm the one, I bring like my whole fridge. I'm constantly the one that's like, I need to eat. Mm -hmm. I need more food. Give me more food, please. And I, like when I played with um, Black Diaspora, our coach, Murda, every, every like 10 minutes, I was like, I got to eat. And she's like, we know, go. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry. So um, speaking of speaking of your involvement with Black Diaspora, when did that kind of get started and how is that process? What does that look like? Um, so I'm not 100% positive on the timeline, but I feel like it started during the pandemic or maybe right before, but I could be totally wrong on this. Um, I, I remember popping onto an interview during the pandemic, so that's why I have that memory in my head. Um, and... The roster is anyone who wants to be involved and they they select. So it's not like hometown throwdown, you know, they had a very strong roster that went to go play Rose, but those aren't that's not the same roster that'll go to every single game. It's um like they give opportunity to gators from every A, B, C, um, and try to make the rosters like appropriate for where you're going. So mm -hmm. like uh in the no borders tournament that was held here in Denver last month um we had a it was a huge mix and like half the people I'd never heard of before um but you know on the other teams it was kind of the same thing and they had talked the the tournament heads it sounds like they talked to make um, very competitive but fair rosters so that yeah. no one roster was stacking so that they would blow everybody out of the water um, mm. but then you know the y'all stars is coming up and that's going to be a much more competitive roster. So everyone submits. They they announce like, hey, we're taking interest right now. Fill out the form. And then the leads will go through and select and then announce to the team who is going to be rostered for that game. So, like, so you, that whole interview situation, did you have to kind of interview to get into, to being one of those possible, possible skaters in the pool or... Oh, no, the interview was just um, they were having like guest speakers onto their Instagram for live. Oh, OK. Someone okay. didn't what their their connection wasn't working or something. So I just popped on so that 
um, they would not have somebody. So I was not prepared. I was just trying to fill a time <laughs> slot for them. Oh, yeah, um, that's nice. Though. Like, yeah, there's there's no interview, just like a Google form with um, kind of follows the roller con, um, the roller con process of like, are you an AA, an A, a B? Like, where do you see yourself? How do you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just submit. And then I don't know how they pick it from there, but I'm sure it's not easy. Yeah. Lots of good talent and skaters. You mentioned the No Borders Tournament in Denver. Can you explain to our audience what that is for people that are unaware of that event? Yeah, uh, I think we're seeing a bit more of teams. You know, we have like the World Cup and you have Team Finland and Team... um, Wow, I can't think of any other country right now. <laughs> team, uh, one of them USA. other countries. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's only a whole lot of them. Um, but there are, like, for Black Diaspora, like, we're not, not everybody feels that they fit into or are able to trace back that, like, they fit mm-hmm. into team mm-hmm. whatever or however. And then we have um, the other teams that attended. So it, I'm kind of all over the place, but there's Team Black Diaspora, um, the a newer No Borders team, which is uh, Team Fuego Latina, and we also had Team Jewish Roller Derby and then Team Indigenous Roller Derby there as well. And it's you know the skaters who skate on other teams from all over the place, um, but they have that one thing in common, which is we're Jewish or we're Indigenous. Yeah, their heritage. Yeah, yeah, and it so they had a tournament to bring these teams together um, to give opportunity and to make a space for people who maybe don't always feel like regular roller derby, I guess if that's what you want to call it, um, understands them, I guess. Yeah. No, I think that's so... uh, I can't think of um, the person that... I can't even think of what sport, but I'm often like, you know, looking at sports, TikTok or sports, whatever, um, quotes and stuff. And it was a um, African-American sports person that was the first person to be involved in whatever she was involved in. And she was talking about how it's such an honor to be one of those people, but she just wishes she had somebody to look up to. And I think that's so it's so cool to be able to see people be more widely like viewed and stuff because yeah the younger kids you know maybe they didn't always have that community to kind of go to and we even mm-hmm. have a junior on our team that she she says that she's really excited to join black diaspora when she's re- like old enough which i think is really awesome that she has like those goals because she can see that and she has something to look forward to right oh yeah that's great yeah, I remember starting Derby and being like, well, it's me. I think there was <laughs> um, the first black skater that I knew of was like White Flight from way mm. back. I don't know. Um, I, I don't. I'm that, not, I'm not sure. There's a documentary on like, you know, this was 2012. You couldn't get Derby content. Like you Google it <laughs> and the internet was like, what the heck is roller derby? <laughs> like you didn't get anything back and you were really digging and trying to find things. But there was a documentary called... Um, like hell on wheels i think or something like that and uh they were a part of that and i was like oh my god this is amazing so yeah representation representation yeah yeah it's it's changed a lot it's changing but yeah Mm -hmm. i think it's okay to bring everyone together so that you can fully see that representation right right 
makes it a little easier to access, which isn't ideal, but it's good for people that, you know, need that. Yeah, we talked about it a lot in that Grime episode. Just like Derby is really accessible in the United States, but when you go outside Mm. of the world, it's not as accessible. So Mm -hmm. things like things like No Borders and Borderless Derby, like it really makes it more accessible or try. It's it's trying. It's actively getting to a place where we haven't seen before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That reminds me of like Dos Porquatro when they made it to Champs and hearing that i believe i this could be a rumor but i had heard that their practice space is just a concrete base under an overpass wow it puts in perspective like we have this cool warehouse and like i made that uh i made that real about our sport court but like there are places there are people who don't have a floor like they don't have Mm -hmm. a space Mm -hmm. to actually go and practice so like we're lucky yes yeah I, I know. I love and our we... space, but I'm still going to talk a little shit about our track. But I'm <laughs> glad we have it. It's a funny little joke, that track. Shelby, have you ever skated <laughs> on Denver's Sport Court? I, I have not. It's, no. it's kind of, it's a little silly. It makes some fun noises when you skate I, on it. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the picture. It looked a little, a little different. <laughs> yeah. We just had it's a, a little... mixer came here and uh, I watched somebody go to plow and their whole skate pulled up like a two foot. <gasps> chunk of the of the core of the court and it just oh. like up, they fell and then it slammed back down oh okay. that's good Go <laughs> i know we court. talk about well we try to we try to talk to my team so we're really 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 fortunate that we are able to skate at a skating rink my league is um and we try to like make it aware to our players like y'all are really like lucky yes. <laughs> like some <laughs> some teams skate on some sketchy sketchy terrain out there mm-hmm. um yeah but I and mean, i come but, from yeah. minnesota i'm one of the most spoiled skaters out there we had air conditioning and inside water and temperature mm-hmm. control and the shiniest prettiest floors polished concrete and like mm-hmm. and i moved out here and i was like what is this i don't understand <laughs> it's 110 degrees in here what do you mean <laughs> i have to i have to do sprints in this heat so i totally I say- get it the the privilege only goes so far for me because like we do not have very good um like temperature control so sometimes it's like we got to open all the doors and put a fan in <laughs> that's like so like we it have a really nice a pretty shiny, yeah it's got a roof and it's got a nice floor but you know the walls <laughs> might really sweat and it might get slippery but it's you know you got to take what you can get honestly the good only goes so far definitely um, you mentioned Minnesota quite a bit, and this is kind of a good little segue. Um, you, I'm assuming you transferred leagues. So I know I actually played against you when you played for Boulder. And so our question is, what was that process like kind of moving to a completely different state and then also involving yourself in a community where you may have not known the people as well? How was, how was that? Oh, yeah. Um, so I kind of also mentioned like I – I didn't transfer from the North Star to Minnesota. I tried out for Minnesota. Um, but when I joined that rec league, I was like, I, I was like really scared because I didn't want like to come in as a three-year skater to this rec league and like look at all my cool skills because of these people who are working really hard. So I tried to like really stay under the radar and then I ended up joining the league um, and I skated with Minnesota for like 
six or seven years, something like that, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and so then I transferred to, I transferred to Denver first, actually. And I was so scared. Like my first practice, I made my partner drive me the 20, 25 minutes because I had such a stomach ache and I was so sweaty Aww. and nervous. I was so scared. I'd heard, you know, you hear things about teams and then also like, nobody knows who I am and I don't know anybody. And I just was like, I don't want to be, I don't want to feel stupid. Mm -hmm. And everyone was so nice. Like I was worried for absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I got there and just people were like, hey, how's it going? And then we did some skating. And I think the first person to talk to me was um, Smash or she skates as Cotton on Denver's A-team. And she was so great and welcoming and really nice. And then Tacos or Klein was like, oh, mm -hmm. do you ever need a ride? Like, I could, uh, let me get your number. I think we might live near each other. I could I could pick you up or drop you off. We could ride. Like, they were just nice. really nice and welcoming. So, like, I had yeah. nothing to worry about. <laughs> but I still do. Do you all get, like, jitters often, like, pre-bout or, like, just get really nervous? I used to. I used to get really nervous when I was with Minnesota, but I think it's just because I've skated so long and I've been in so many different situations and against mm -hmm. teams that, like, we have no hope of winning to teams that I know that we're going to just, like, destroy. And so I don't, I don't get as nervous anymore you know i used to get those pre-bout poops and like <laughs> couldn't, i couldn't eat like you're trying gotta clear it like... out <laughs> but i used to get that like where i put the food in my mouth and i'm chewing and chewing and i'm like oh, this sucks i can't eat this i don't want to swallow this and i'm like but i know i need to eat because otherwise i can't perform so and now i'm just like whatever let's go so <laughs> i don't Emma, know what happened you... i don't know how or yeah do you feel Nervy. I, Nervy. I, I feel the same way like last year was my first adult season and I thought I would be I mean I oops I hit something sorry um I thought I would be a little bit more nervous just because it's like junior derby is different than adult derby um mm -hmm. lots yeah lots more difference in the way people play and whatnot but I really wasn't that nervous I think the first time I got nervous, though, during that season was um, when we played in Denver and we were playing harder teams. So, like, we played Denver's B team. I remember being a bit nervous, but that I, it wasn't. I used to get really nervous, like Moose, but not as much anymore. I don't know if it's just because it comes with, like, experience and you just start to kind of be like, okay, let's let's do this thing. Like, I've done this before, you know, but different day same sport yeah. right i don't know guys i get nervous i yeah i get nervous sometimes and sometimes it's worse than others like we um i just played kcrw which is a league that's really close to ours in kansas city i'm in topeka so it's like an hour away kansas and city we're both warriors kansas city roller warriors yeah and we're pretty we're pretty close in we're pretty close in skill level right now and we had beat them in the last jam the previous time that we played them literally the last jam was and we were down we were down the last jam and we won in the last jam so you know games. we're like yeah we're super duper duper close in level so we go out there and we're going to go play them and the entire day I just feel like I'm going to throw up the whole time and I can't <laughs> eat anything I'm like pooping my brains out I'm like oh i can't do this i don't know why and it's just that was the one that i think was like the worst and that was the last game i played in too but 
I don't know. I think it comes and goes for me. I think I'm almost always nervous, though. I get nervous pretty easy. Yeah, I was just thinking. I I think I get more nervous when I have to jam because there's a lot more pressure. I feel like I don't know. And I, yeah, jamming's scary sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. It just so it depends. Like I don't know why I get nervous some games because like the entire time. And I guess this isn't for. It wasn't really for anything. But like even when I went to Botus and there was supposed to be like the better skaters or whatever, you don't really know what you're gonna get. Um. I wasn't nervous then. Oh, wait. Huh. Were you there this year? Yeah, I was. So was I. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw you. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> you got to say hi. Okay, well, hi from the past. <laughs> hey, I don't know, man. Yeah, I was there. Oh, I, I was really nervous for Bodas. Really? See, isn't that weird? I don't know. Oh. But I was, it was because I'd gone, okay, so I, I going back and I'd, had transferred to Denver. Everyone was really great. Everyone was really nice. Um, and then I ended up, uh, I had this injury. Um, I don't know what it is. My sciatica, my, my mm. butt, I don't know. But I had fallen on it so hard that like I couldn't walk. Like I could barely get to my car after that practice. And I remember calling my partner because I was downstairs. And I was like, I need you to come get me. Like I can't, I can't walk up the stairs. I can't get out of the car. My leg is like locked up. And I'm going you know, I, that, that part of you that's like, I got to go to practice still. I can't let these people down. They don't know me. I need to like really, mm -hmm. and so it was just getting like worse and worse and worse. And that's where I was like, I need to take a step back. Cause if I want to do this, I can't mm -hmm. keep doing this, but I want to skate. But the level of Denver is aggravating this injury more and more and it's not getting better. Mm -hmm. So that's why I transferred to Boulder. Um, and I was with them for around nine months. I ended up co-captaining their travel team because they they weren't going to have one and i was like no 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 i'm here we should do this <laughs> um, i was like we'll if i'm gonna go here yeah I, we gotta have a travel team because i i didn't want to do just home teams like um and then during that time team colorado had reached out i think they had a jammer drop out and so they asked if i would fill that and i was like I was really nervous to say yes, like, and to go because it was with a lot of um, people in Denver that I skated with. And I was like, well, what if they hate me because I left? Or like, what if Aww. this and this and this? Because in Minnesota, you don't, you don't switch leagues. Like the, the two leagues there in the cities hated each other. Like they don't, they don't what? talk, they don't hang out. They don't like, they don't get along. And it's so different out here in Colorado. Weird. So I, so I was like, you know, this back home trauma from minnesota i was really scared to see these people and then it was just like normal everyone was like hey how are you because especially i also didn't really know anyone in denver so i kind of like just ghosted i went on a leave of absence and then i just vanished because i was like i don't know who to tell i don't know who to like i don't know anyone really but i do but i don't so i just kind of left mm -hmm. which kind of feels like a jerk move but i didn't know what to do i was just so new yeah um, so then I was doing that, um, and I think, and then, and so it happened, and I started going to practices, and everyone was just like, hey, it's really nice to see you, oh my gosh, and then when we went to Boda's, um, even though it ended up not being the tournament of our dreams that we thought it would be mm -hmm. for all the teams, um, it just felt really good to skate with them again, and like, to see people, and to get to skate high competition, and I was like, Oh, I miss this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I had 
I had a blast skating during bonus. Like, I think for the most part, it was like everybody was, at least with the games that I were playing, they were almost always really closely matched um, for whatever reason. And I think you guys were at a little bit of a higher level than what we were. But um, <laughs> yeah, all the teams that I played were pretty closely matched. It was all really tough, tough games. I jammed a lot during Modus, which is really not, I'm not a jammer. <laughs> um, but we only brought like one rostered jammer because a lot oh, of people wow. dropped out because of COVID and stuff. Yeah. And we didn't have backups because I don't know. But <laughs> that's beside the point now. But yeah, I had to jam quite a bit, which was different. So maybe I just didn't have time to think about being nervous because I was like, ugh, jamming, blocking, jamming. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I only jam. So if you ever make me block, like, I am in the pack, like, screaming because I don't know what I'm doing or how it's going. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So. Aww. <laughs> I'm normally I'm normally not a jammer. I'm normally not a jammer. Emma's Emma swings both ways. She's pretty oh, fluid. God. Yeah, I've she's seen pretty I've, fluid. I've seen her jam. You jammed at um the altitude adjuster tournament. Yeah, in one of the games. It was against Team Montana. It was it's kind of I like talking about this. It was the Team Montana game. We were super close the whole time. Um, it was like the second to last jam. They one of I think one of our skaters got ejected. She got like a leaping contact, and so we lost a jammer. And then our other jam, other one in the rotation was like having sort of like an, an injury, but she just couldn't go anymore. And they're like, Emma, time for you to go because I'm kind of just like a sub in. <laughs> and so, like, here you go. And I jammed, and it worked out pretty well, put up a few points, but then. I wasn't looking at this the the uh, period clock, and there was still like thirty seconds on the clock, and I called it. And so then Team Montana called the timeout, so we'd have another jam. And then my captain got really mad at me, and she was like, "Why would you Aww. call it now? They have now they like we're gonna have another jam." And I was like, "I'll go jam again." <laughs> so I did, <laughs> just to like prove it to her. And then we won, and I was like, "Told you I'd do it." And that was that. Yeah, that was that tournament was a lot of fun. And that's where I met yeah, Moose for the first time. Yeah. I think I was mid I think that was mid game. You tapped me on the shoulder. I was like mid I think we were playing California. I think it was a t uh, timeout or halftime, but I was like, I'm not gonna get a chance to say hi to any <laughs> other because like you've got other games, you're going places, you're you know yeah. the you've got team things to do. So Yeah. That was cool. That was nice running into you. Yeah, and I had to come watch your games because I knew we were gonna play each other. Yeah, gotta get the stats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your game, uh, the game that Boulder played against No Coast, and then we also played Happy Valley, and those were the two games we lost for the season, and those were my favorite. Like, I like really hard games. I like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like the challenge. And right. I don't, I don't want to play games. I know we're gonna beat. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say, I think that's a, I think a good skill to have is being able to lose. And I think that's like one of the least good things that I'm good at, or I'm I'm the worst at losing. I hate <laughs> losing. I don't know why I worded it like that. That was terrible. But yeah, I um I feel like I try to be a good loser, but oh, I get so bummed out. Like all during bonus, we lost two games, then we won one, and they were close games every time. But we only had like ten players that went, and like no jammers. So I was like just so mentally exhausted. It's like every time we lost, I was like, "Are you like 
can can we <laughs> why why <laughs> i just want to win a game um but we lost our our, yeah. our game also and i remember crying and i was like why am i crying like none of this matters it's not important there's no titles there's no rankings but i, I don't know if you had the same feeling of like it was like our first taste of like competitive play since covid yeah and i think that is what it was like i coming out of junior roller derby i hadn't played as much competitive roller derby and then covid happened and it just you know it was all messed up so bodice was like the reinitiation into competitive roller derby i'm like okay this yeah. team's pretty like at, at the beginning when we did the whole like rostering and stuff i was like this team's pretty all right like okay like we're gonna go to bodice and it'll be fun we'll probably win some games um I'll be able to play competitive. And then we went with 10 people and no jammers and we just lost. And yeah, after every game, I probably like, I probably cried after all the games, even the one I won because I was like, gosh, at least I won a game, like trying my hardest out here. <laughs> I think also it's like, it depends on how much effort you really put in. And that sounds kind of bad, but like if you're giving your all into something, and you still lose, but you genuinely gave everything you've got. Like sometimes you can be a little disappointed with the outcome. And I think it's okay. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I think that disappointment, like being disappointed in yourself a little bit after losing a game, it's okay because it gives you goals. You know what I mean? It gives you things to work towards, yeah. um, it gives you reason to get better. Do you have any personal like roller derby goals that you have for either? this upcoming season or long-term? Um, so like my, my big roller derby goal was to make playoffs pre COVID. And I did that in 2019. And so then I was like, well, I don't think I have anything else. Like that was it. And uh, now, so now they're like less like of the, of the big, like long, long-term goals. And I try to take um like, little little chunks instead so like when i was moving i was like okay my goal is to make the denver program and then i initially had before i transferred i made um what they call practice squad so then i was like okay well i gotta transfer and then my next goal when i come back is gonna be like make the b team and then i did that and then now i would think like you know i, I could say like make the a team or something like that but like i think my next goal is just like make the regular jammer rotation because we have eight thousand jammers and it is so competitive and i just want to be in that spot like yeah whether it's b team or a team i just want to be considered good enough to be rostered for those games set jammer vibes yeah. that's a <laughs> and also that is a lot of jammers I think our B team has seven. Wow. And then, yeah, that's actually nuts. You can like some of them throw some of them over here. <laughs> <laughs> throw some our way, man. <laughs> yeah, when I made, I did the mid-season mid tryouts and like they were like, hey, just so you know, like you might not get to skate. And I was like, I'm fine. That's cool. Like I'm here. I'm ready to learn and like, get better so that i do yeah so for sure every opportunity is a chance for some to not let somebody make that choice to not roster me so like in this next season like i just want to work really hard and like 
we've got really good jammers that I get to learn from. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty, pretty excited. Yeah, that's exciting. Steal all of each other's little tips and tricks. I mean, Scald Eagle can tell me everything she wants, and I will listen. <laughs> right? You, like, whip out a notepad. <laughs> like, give me, wait, can, can you, you repeat that? Really yeah, quick? can you, I was just going to say that. Can you repeat that so I can write this down? Uh, speak into this microphone, look into this camera, <laughs> tell me it, it all. That's really awesome, though. Having Having a lot of different, and also another thing is, like, there's so many different types of jammers. Like, there's different types of blocking. There's so many different ways you can learn, and it will either cater to you or it'll be something they put in your back pocket or whatnot. Yeah, and I, I definitely have a different jamming style than the current Denver skaters, and so I'm, I'm trying to learn their tips and tricks, but some of the things that I do work really well because I don't skate like any of them. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe, maybe they'll learn something from me. Yeah. Yeah, that's. The, I think that's the really cool thing about Derby, too, is you're able to learn off of each other, and it's not like hate to anybody's game. It's just roller derby is such a versatile sport where there's so many different ways you can learn things and teach things, and you can always get something out of it that you, like, take away from. I don't know. Roller derby is beautiful. <laughs> <sighs> Do you, um, do you have any, sorry, let me start over here. So we're, we're kind of ending the year. It's about to be the new year. Do you have one memory that you're super fond of from 2013? 2013? 2023? Sorry. <laughs> sorry, 2013. What's your fondest memory of 2013? Let me take it back. <laughs> Let's go wow. back really quick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh. yeah. So skating against rows A and B at Cactus Cup, um, I have, I have two moments. Um, one was skating against Rose B, um, Axles of Annihilation. Like I got to go, I rostered and I was like, they, they told me after the tournament, that the plan was to have me fourth in the jammer rotation and it was supposed to go one, two, three, me, one, two, three, one, two, three, me. And I got to skate. I skated the whole one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Because I blew past their expectations, which makes me feel really good. Like I thought I'd be bench warming coming in. Like I was just skating against low D3 teams with Boulder, um, not No Coast and Happy Valley, but like the other teams, I can't think of their names, but were very low um, pre COVID. And so I was like, okay, I'm coming into this, like the new intensity, these are much harder. Like, I get it. I'm going to sit on this bench. And then in the, uh, the AOA game, I'm that fourth jammer. We haven't scored any points we haven't gotten lead and I was able to do, get our first points and our first lead and I remember just coming out of the pack and our uh, third base coach was there and I just was like ear to ear smiling like oh my god I just got lead <laughs> AOA like I was out of my mind like holy crap and then I had to like skate and it was scary <laughs> uh, so that and then in that same game 
So I, when I am on the track, I usually, I talk and I talk and I talk like to the other team. Like I am always like, Hey, what are you doing? What's going on? I'm not like, I'll be jamming in the middle of the jam and talking to you. <laughs> uh, that's just something I do. Cause I think it's fun and I like it. And I don't know if the other teams hate it or not, but like, that's what I do. So I'm jamming and I'm like not getting out. I'm getting tired. And it's, um, I think it was like brute and tenacity and somebody else. I don't know if it was tenacity, but I know it was brute. She was the brace and I'm pushing and I'm like, Hey brute, if you were me, what would you do right now? And she goes, Oh, I don't know. I'd probably do a spin move. And I was like, a spin move. <laughs> and then I did a spin move and I got out and I just like <laughs> laughing. And she was, I can't believe that that worked. Like that. <laughs> is one of my favorite memories because that's funny I that worked that that's is so funny actually <laughs> a, little, a little trick a little distraction kind of right yeah no totally so talk to your other team yeah yeah um and then as we get closer to 2024 and it approaches what are you looking forward to as a whole for roller derby in your career um, just progressing and like getting to have a full season with my new team. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like our jammers when I showed up at that tryout. Cause I also never told anybody I was coming. Didn't tell anyone I was leaving. Didn't tell anyone I was coming. Like the welcome that I got, it felt like coming home. And so I'm just, I'm excited to be here and to be a part of this and like call this my home and see what we can do together. I really mm -hmm. like our jammers and in Minnesota, like you have, I don't know, jammers are, you just, y'all get to sit together on the bench. You, you stand <laughs> in line together, you do drills together, you talk about things. Like it's just, we're really close and it's just been really great to have that moving forward. Like that closeness of the jammers and mm -hmm. getting to be silly on our little end of the bench together. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. So that's to the A team. I don't get to, you know, skate with them at games, but. I got to be their um, third base coach at Cactus Cup and like oh. they made me feel so welcome and like we're like, can you do this again? Can you come to Portland? <laughs> no, I can't. But like just the jammers appreciate one another here and I really like that. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't get the jammy vibes. What the heck, man? <laughs> maybe I should just go cool. sit. Maybe I should just go sit with them. <laughs> What's up, hey. guys? Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what what's going on what's going on i do i do together. sometimes <laughs> sometimes so i i don't talk a lot i don't have like a lot of emotions when i play roller derby but i will say that like kcrw game um when it was the first time we played them and we beat them um i don't know why i was just like in the mood to be a little bit like funky i don't know what was in the air i don't know <laughs> if somebody slipped something in my water but one of their jammers felix um she she played at botus too with me and she was just like on the line and it was like the last like three minutes and i was like oh my gosh i missed you felix did you miss me like in just like a very like sarcastic way and she's like N no actually i don't actually oh. want to play against you i was like oh <laughs> Okay, oh whatever. God. Not in a mean way. She was yeah. just like, uh, I don't really want to jam against you, but I was like, <laughs> oh, I missed you. I missed you, though. I really missed you. So I kind of hazed her a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit, though. So maybe I'll start being mean to people. Well, not mean to them. 
nice to them. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that to Emma. Emma and I play each other in a couple months. I'm going to be like, did you miss me, Emma? And then she'll I'll... run away. <laughs> oh, no. I like when I play against Shelby. It's a lot of fun. I always, like, I remember the last game we played, of our season last this last year, um, I'll never forget Shelby did, Shelby, this is when you were jamming. I think you got the star pass, oh. And she did this I, cool I was... little spin move, and I was sitting on the bench waiting to go out for the next jam. And I saw her do that move, and we all, we both made eye contact, and I gave her that <laughs> smile. I was like, that was sick. That's awesome. Yeah. It, I, it's I so much like, fun. Oh. I, I related to what you were saying, Moose, about just like the BOTUS, when we were talking about BOTUS and how playing for Team Colorado and just seeing all those people from Denver, it's kind of like a big reunion, you know, seeing people that you, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you knew, but you didn't know, but it was so welcoming. That's just I my favorite so part about Derby. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I was just saying that that's something I really about playing people that you get to know in the derby world that you don't usually get to play a lot. Um, just seeing them again, it's like a big reunion. Yeah, I don't think Emma gets to kind of experience the whole, there's a bunch of different roller derby teams in one spot, but like Kansas has like a gazillion roller derby teams. Mm-hmm. So we have a bunch of mashups all the time and we'll kind of get to meet each other and all that and hang out. And then you get to play each other. So it's like you're playing your friends all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. But yeah, it's like totally like a big old tight knit community here. Um, but it's kind of cool because you get to see your friends. I met a ton of people that I'd been talking through to on Instagram through like the pandemic and stuff. We went down to Taos, New Mexico to play when I was with Boulder to play um, Los Alamos. And this girl comes up to me and she's like, hey. And like saying and i was like looking at her and i was like who is this who and she's like she said her derby name and i was like oh no i was like uh what's your username and she told me her username and i was like oh oh my god yeah i know who you are <laughs> all the time oh. it's like that was really cool too i did that at botus too of like people um slamuel jackson from ann arbor derby i don't think i'd seen her in like i don't even know so long and then she was there at photos and I just like laid down on the neck on that gross turf next to her. And I was like, Oh hey, my gosh. How's it going, buddy? I, I think, like, I think that's something we didn't talk about ever on the podcast was, was the, the turf at Bodus. Ugh. I don't even know if we really, black. I don't know if we even talked about Bodus that much, but Emma, there was turf where we put all of our stuff. And like, if you mm-hmm. sat on it, it would stick to you. Like, Oh, and like, like it, it was just so dirty and gross. Yes, in oh, your shoes, your everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. So oh. And you had to put your like your your gear and skates over there. I no, I did not. I put my gear on and I did not sit on the floor. I have like weird sensory issues when it comes to things touching me that I don't want touching me. Mm-hmm. So I went and I sat on the concrete. Um. Yeah, I put all my stuff <laughs> on my like like a Columbia Coke that had that material that like nothing stuck to it because it's so like swishy so i would mm-hmm. sit on that and put all my things on it and then i'd get up and go to the that it was like wood floor i'd go there and put my stuff on because i was like this is so-. you yeah, still get turf in your shoes Ooh. Yeah. it was so terrible it sounds like no fun it, it actually wasn't <laughs> um i will say i probably would have went up to you but i'm not sure if we were very familiar of one another when bodice was going on um, I don't think so. 
I think I recognized you because you have really fun hair a lot. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how a lot of people know who I am. Is <laughs> I'm not comparing myself to Scald, but Scald has her face paint. So like, uh -huh. and I have my braids and now they're green and they're going to be green yeah, bright. forever. Now everyone's <laughs> like, oh, green hair. I know who you are. So I just don't have face paint. I've got green braids. Yeah. I'm like the most average Joe looking person, so <laughs> you can get you green braids too. I know. Yeah. I might as I might as well put some green. Maybe I should just dye my head. I'm kidding. Rebrand. I do wear I do wear sleeves on my jerseys. That's my one thing. Like I wear like the sleeve. No, no, no. Just like the the t shirt, like the frog mouth oh, okay. t shirt. Sleeves, yeah. I was like long sleeves. Oh my god! No, really <laughs> no. <laughs> I also wear jeans. So I wear jean shorts and fishnets. Full and, range of motion. Like knee high socks. It's good. Oh, Bringing man. back uh, 2012 and beyond. Yeah. yeah. There, uh, how was it's your 2013 help. year again? What was it? Oh, uh, what well, was the question? <laughs> I think that was the year we had to learn how to skate backwards for minimum wufta. Assessment. Uh, like stand on one foot in place? No, just, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm glad those are gone. Weird. <laughs> that was the year I started roller derby. Yeah. I think, I think so. Somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. All right. Well, we don't really have any more questions. Do you have anything you, you kind of want to talk about or any questions for us? Uh, what have you all been doing during this, like, off-season? Not off-season, but off-season. Are you all practicing? Are you just casually skating? Is your, are your leagues doing things? Um, so we, we're doing, like, a big recruitment thing. So we kind of break up our off-season into different areas. But, like, right now it's basically, like, off-season. We're not doing any scrimmaging or hard practices. It's all, like lower level footwork drills for skaters that are newer to kind of advance skills that they need to work on. That's what we're doing. We do have a mashup though this weekend. It's Christmas versus Halloween. So I'm on team Christmas and I'm going to wear a dress. Is it, <laughs> is it streaming? It is not streaming. I wish it was because it's always a really fun bout. But yeah, I'm wearing a Christmas dress. Nice. Very magical. Mm -hmm. I'll be, yeah, it'll be good. Good. And then we just finished up recruitment in November. And so we take we're taking December off to prepare for next season. We start right in January, so it won't be just a nice little one month break. But we also have like our awards party that we'll be doing during it. So just a nice little breather after the first year back. Yeah. Just chilling. What about y'all? Are y'all in like an off season, off season or um there's no expectations for travel team right now. Um I went last week and I think there was like five of us. Um I know our C team have been doing more together and then the league itself is still holding scrimmages. I think next week there are practices, but then there's nothing for like two weeks for mm -hmm. the holidays. But we did just have a mixer, like a to-the-public mixer um, last weekend. I don't remember the date. I don't remember dates at all. No. 
everything's kind of a blur. Right. Other than that, <laughs> just enjoy not doing anything for a bit. Yeah. Next year is going to be crazy. With Prepare for that with, yeah, regionals. And yeah. And Oof. I'm excited to see how that unfolds, what happens, what it looks like. I saw uh, Texas announce that they are hosting yeah. one of them. Yeah, aren't they? I think, Shelby, that's your Yeah, region. that's my region. Yep. Okay. Going to Clover Cup. I don't know if we're, I don't know about the whole going to the the regionals and stuff, but we'll see. I'm excited. We'll make, figure it out. I'm just excited. Do you remember yeah. that, like Lufta put out, uh, they always put out, I think they put out really great um, playoff promos and like little videos and things, mm -hmm. like trailers mm -hmm. and stuff. And like, I always looked forward to that every year. And so I hope they do that because I miss that lead up to playoffs and champs. Like even if you yeah, yeah like hyping, hyping everybody. Yeah, up. hyping it yeah. up. I'm excited. <laughs> I want them back. It's, it's interesting to like, because when I was a junior skater, like, watching that, like, I remember I went to, they hosted, like, one of the Continental Cups that they were mm -hmm. doing in 2018 in Omaha, which is about an hour from Lincoln. And I remember going to that, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is, I saw, like, shortstop. She was there with Canberra from Australia, I think. Oh, Dude, it was, like, I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to be an adult, and I can just, like, be a part of it. <laughs> and so now it's, like, really weird being in it, and you're like, huh, this is what it's like to, like, experience it and watch other people experience it. I have yeah. a funny, uh, a little mini, well, we'll we'll end it off after this mini story, but Shortstop actually <laughs> came to Topeka, Kansas for one of our Memorial Day Mayhem tournaments that we had as juniors and what? coached the junior Gotham team. Um, oh, but wow. she also posted a picture of our rink and was like, this is literally an 80s kid or an 80s roller kid's dream skating rink because <laughs> we're like all neon and like crazy in there. And yeah, there's like pictures, there's pictures of our rink on her Instagram. And like, um, they went to the Pride House with, um, a bunch of the different like Philly and Gotham and stuff. And they all took pictures in front of the pride house. Cause we have that in Topeka, Kansas too. And there's a bunch of different junior roller derby teams that have signed the pride house all in like one area. Oh yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's anyways, I that's my little, I did not story. know that. I didn't know that story. No. Yeah. <laughs> and she's cool. so tiny. <laughs> she is. Yeah. I'll never forget. Person, she did like though. a back bend. Oh my goodness! Yeah, she's she's nutty. Anyways, well, it was so it was so wonderful having you. Yeah. yeah, thanks for asking me to do this. This was great. Yeah, no. thank you for coming on. No, for real, and thank everybody for watching or listening. Well, I guess you're go, not really watching. I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh what? Like, oh, what? what? Before we go, Moose, would you like to shout out your? I know you're. Oh, sorry. Media and you post a lot of different fun videos, especially with Denver and whatnot. Would you like to promote that? Yeah, come follow me at moose underscore def and Instagram. And I sometimes post on my TikTok, um, mostly my Instagram, but like, come join. I've got yeah. some cool stuff in the works and trying to post more often and make videos that I would like to see mm -hmm. as part of Derby. So. I'm also open ideas if anybody has anything. <laughs> nice. I'll make it. You tell me I'll make it. <laughs>
Awesome. Got some other cool stuff in the works. Um, maybe in the form of a t-shirt. <gasps> yeah, I'm very excited. That's cool. Mm. That is very exciting. All right. Well, well let me let me spin this back around. Thank you guys for watching or listening. I said watching twice now. <laughs> Why can't you're not watching us? Thanks for listening to us, guys, and go follow yeah. us at the Track Talk Podcast on all of our social media platforms: Facebook, Instagram, all that jazz. Um, and yeah, bye. 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 bye, bye.